Hi, and welcome to the Pick a Team podcast. I'm Maeve. And I'm Forbes. And welcome to episode eight of our lovely dumpster fire. Uh, this is mm-hmm. going to be a real messy one, guys, because today yeah. is the trade deadline. We're recording on the trade deadline because some of us thought this was a good idea. Yeah, we thought it would be such a cool idea. And it turns out we're just, we're just really tired. <laughs> Every trade happened while I was in class, and then I came home back to my dorm, and I was like, great, I'm going to write some articles, and I fell asleep. Yeah, it's just been a day of, like, trying to do work, and then Elliot notifications, and (laughs) trying to work through those, and just being mentally exhausted by these trades that make little to no sense, for the most part, I would say. Yeah, there was no ones where I was like, well, that's a real, like, I mean, I think Colorado made a lot of ones. It was like, fair deal, fair deal, fair, fair deal. But some of them I was like, what? Right? Some of them were just like, what is going on here? But we'll get into that because that's what, you know, that's what we're here to do. But we're not doing this next year. I'm not doing this at the next trade deadline. And I'm not doing this at, at the free, for free agent frenzy either. We need a day to like decompress. It was a full week to like do Yeah. <laughs> We're like, oh, it'll be so good. It'll be fresh. We'll give it live, like live updates. Yeah. Like, did you do the outline? That's a terrible idea. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. Do you know the return for Drew? Like, yeah. It's a, it's a time. But yeah, welcome. So this week in the NHL, um, honestly, any game, anything played was overshadowed by all the trade stuff. Like, it's really yeah, hard exactly. to like a player did something really cool. Did anything really cool happen that we saw? Austin Matthews was suspended for two games. We talked about that. Yeah, he came back and was like, yeah, nothing will stop me. Like everyone expected. No uh, surprises there, yeah, really. We'll talk like, about how the Leafs obviously did in our little Leafs section. I don't really think much happened. But other than- I guess technically, was it Roman Yossi became like the highest scoring Nashville Predator in franchise history? I or no, it was Forsberg. Oh, way to go Forsberg. Yeah, Roman with Yossi 211 back. whole ass points. Roman Yossi quietly having a Norris-worthy season this year. Like, he might pass over Kel McCarr for most points by defense this season. Oh, boy. Which uh, might destroy me. Because, <laughs> as you know, we are fans of Kel McCarr on this Yeah, show. we're very pro Kel McCarr in this house. But you know what? Roman Yossi is also valid, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. Again, the brain is only functioning at like 30% of its normal capacity. This is going to be such a chill episode. Like, you could play this on your way to... Take it I don't out. know. I can't even think of anything stressful. To the dentist. And it'll just zen you right out because we're so tired. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we had an episode like this, it was just like the shortest, most, like, least funny, most structured episode we had. It probably had our least amount of tangents. We were just too tired to generate yeah, those. Yeah, I forget which one that one was. But, uh, oh, yeah. Maybe I do remember that. It but it's all good. It's like our second or third episode, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you stuck around since then, you're well, the best. Uh, <laughs> you're the best. Um... Anyway, so yeah, this is trade deadline week, which is just madness, and it's been madness for me, especially because I have, like, school deadlines on top of that, and I've been making a pretty difficult decision myself. Right. My own free agent kind of decision, my own trade deadline acquisition slash yes. trade request So I uh, that I can talk about later, but yeah, so it's been it's been a hard week. It's a, it's a trade that we can break right here on this podcast. That's yeah, so exciting. Trade at the end of this podcast. It's going to be really... Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> 
we can talk. Let's talk about the abs to start, obviously. Absolutely. Dive in. Um, so the abs made some big trades. We, we, they, <laughs> they acquired uh, Josh Manson from the Ducks, which, by the way, finally, he's yeah. finally been traded. That man has been yeah. on, like, I remember going to a Leafs game, Leafs-Ducks game in Anaheim in 2020 with my dad and being like, oh, look, there's the player that I only know about. Like, my only Ducks player I know is this player. Because they say yeah. he to the Leafs. Yeah. And that for real. That was it. That was the only player on the Ducks I knew that year. And I was like, oh look, like that's the guy who's gonna get traded. Or I, I knew other players. But like the only reason I knew about who the Ducks were was because of Josh Manson. I was like, ah yeah, he's supposed to be mm-hmm. And my dad's like, okay. <laughs> like, cool. Um, but he finally got traded. He got traded for Drew Hellison and a 2024 second round pick, I'm pretty sure. Let me just double check. It happened while I was at my friend's 21st birthday party. <laughs> I love that you're that girl that checks the the NHL trades at the birthday party. That's so rad. Well, no, I got a call from my RA because Roxy had got into the empty room next door and they were using it as an open house room. And so she was like, can I do I have permission to like grab your cat and put her back? And I was like, yeah. And then while I was on my phone, I like saw the notification from Elliot that was like, Josh Manson to Colorado. And I was like, yeah. Look. I was like sitting at this like friggin' laser tag like birthday party being like, great. <laughs> warming me. And then I said, really late writing an article about it. Uh, with my co writer. But yeah. So Manson, like as I said last week, Manson and Strum were traded for last week. Um, mm-hmm. They both look good in this week's games. So that's super cool. They're both very much death pieces. Man, does the Avalanche decor look so good? Because Bowen Byram was skating in a normal jersey. Yeah. And he's probably going to be on the third pairing, which is just like... Like, the pairings yes. are... Makar, Taze. Ooh, beautiful pairing. Chef's kiss, mm-hmm. perfect pairing. I would say... I would dare to say the best pairing in the entire National Hockey League. Um... Personally, you can fight me on that, but I think it's the best, most balanced pairing in the entire. Definitely game. has a shitload of merit. I can't think of anyone to disagree, is what I'm saying. Exactly. But like, damn. The Makar Taves, two of my favorite D-men on the planet, specifically Devon Taves, as everyone knows. Makar Taves, Gerard is injured now, but for the playoffs, it'd be Gerard Manson. Oh dang. Byron Murray. And our depth is Eric Johnson, Jack Johnson. Curtis McDermott. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's awesome. <laughs> like, it's yeah. such a good decor. I was looking at this and I was like, God, the abs are so good. <laughs> like, with, with the with the goalie tandem of Kemper and Francois, like, get out of town. Yeah. Oh. Like, I would not, if I had to face, if my team had to face the abs in the playoffs, I'd cry. Like, I would be like, why am I even spending at the deadline? We're just going to lose to Colorado. Are you still worried about Calgary, though? I am. They probably won't face Calgary till the third round if they face okay, them. Okay, that would be an unreal conference final. And I I don't know who I give the edge. Like, I would say the Avs, but man, I just... Again, like, there's been a, t- a lot of times where you're like, oh yeah, the Avs should win this series. And then they meet a team that plays really, really tough. And they take out Landis Cog and they take out, like, a couple goalies. Because I don't know how they did this, but it's like Francois is already like injury prone, and then Kemper is also known for like being injury prone. And so, like, they mm-hmm. somehow went out and just like acquired like another player, like the team identity of like gets injured easily, like just like exactly right. what they traded for. 
Uh, except for Manson. I don't think Manson has that history, but... I don't think so. No, Manson and Strom looked good. And then at the deadline, they didn't really do much. People thought they were going to get Claude Giroux. I kind of was like, they're going to overpay for him, which it sounded like they were about to, honestly, from what I've yeah. heard. They were going to put together a pretty ambitious package. So, and like, yeah. Not, like, I think people were saying, like, one, the lifestyle of living in Florida, um, which, like, yeah, it's snow today in Denver, but it's going to be 75 this weekend. Denver weather, I think. Claude Giroux heard me complaining about how dry it is here and how bad the altitude is for like walking across campus. So he was like, yeah, no. But also too, Western Conference um, travels a lot more brutal than it is in the Eastern Conference. So- Oh yeah, that's true. Stay in the Eastern Conference and also in a place where the weather is beautiful and sunny and warm right now. And yeah. where you don't get out of breath. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like I kid you not, I'm sure like I know athletes are in shape, but like I'm not that out of shape of a person and it kills me here. Like I was, when I was visiting North Dakota, I remember like walking around campus and I'm like, wow, it's so nice that I can breathe. <laughs> I can breathe easily here. Yeah. Damn, well, I'll never get to experience that. Well, do you have asthma? I mean, not that I'll never go to Colorado, but I just like, Oh, I was like, damn. do you have asthma? Is that why you can't breathe easily? But yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> gonna, gonna, no, we can go to Denver together. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll visit Denver later was a Denver um but yeah so and then they traded for Arturi Lekkanen um right they got 50% salary retained which is a really good deal on him but they gave up a pretty good prospect of Justin Barron and another second round pick um and so I'm I'm concerned about the payment for that honestly I don't know if Barron is I don't know if Lekkanen who's going to come in and be a third line winger is mm-hmm. going to I don't know, pan out, not pan yeah. out. He's a good player. Like all the ha- all the Habs people are like, he's a really good player. And I buy it. I buy that he's a good player. And I don't think Joe Sackick is getting bums. And I don't think Joe Sackick loses traits. But I just like, ooh, Baron's a really good prospect. Like I don't think yeah. he's a prospect you're willing to part with. But for Lekkanen, like you're going to part with Baron for Lekkanen. And I'm like, I get that you already like gave up Hellison for Manson. But it, I don't know. It just was kind of like, I was like, I don't know. I feel like Baron might be a little bit of an overpay. But, you know. Yeah, we'll no. Arturi's definitely the winner of that trade right there. Like, <laughs> they freed him from Montreal. Yeah, and he's going to come play like, on. Like, instant look. playoff, like, run. Let's go. Yeah, that I- must be so fucking crazy. Well, I was like, what are you saying about Sherratt? We'll get to Sherratt later. But you were yeah. like, this, you're like, man, went from Ugh. last place in the Atlantic to first place in the Atlantic. Like, just. Oh my god oh my i tweeted that from last place from the bottom of the atlantic straight to the top and somebody quote tweeted it me when i watch titanic backwards i was like fuck you it was so good uh, well yeah yeah so- and also you guys got rid of tyson yost yeah, well, we talked about that last episode, but yeah, Tyson. Oh, did Jones, we? Yes, we did. Again, time is a construct, and I can't remember anything. I'm so sorry. It broke right before we came on the podcast, and I was That's like, "That's right, ghost gone." That's right. So, so much of of Colorado Twitter in mourning still over Tyson. They're still dying. It's so, so sad. sad. With EJ's birthday today, though, happy birthday, Eric Johnson. Yay. EJ, what what a what a man! Yes, love an Aries king. Um, but then we also got Andrew Cogliano from San Jose. We they got Andrew Cogliano from San Jose. Yeah, for a 2024 fifth round pick. I need to stop referring to the Avs as we. <laughs> I kind of like it to be honest. We, I, a member of the Colorado Avalanche, as you know, I'm yeah. left wing for them. 
Uh, but no, yeah, we got Andrew. They got Andrew Cogliano as well for they throw on pick in 2024. I'm excited about that. I love Cogs. Send to the depth. He's the best. This team's gonna be real deep going into the playoffs. I am a little disappointed. Like I. I'm not sure how many top six wingers actually were available after Giroux got traded because, like, Hurdle resigned in San Jose and, like, Forsberg seemed like he was going to resign in Nashville. And it seems like the Canucks aren't going to get rid of JT Miller, even though they definitely should have sold high on him while his value is still high. So, you know, like, Andrew Kopp, I guess, maybe was the best and he went to New York, but he also kind of is a depth piece. I just, I do kind of wish they had found a top six winger with term to join the team because Kadri, Burakovsky, and Nutrishkin are all up to be UFAs. So is Manson. Right. So I just am like, there's a lot of UFAs on this team and it would have been nice to have at least, like, four out of your top six besides for next year instead of half like 50% of your top six are signed the other 50 are not yeah that's wild and so this is why this is why this is gonna be the year it's gonna like do it you gotta go right now this is their all or nothing year like this is like last year they like the Leafs like oh it's our all or nothing year last year I'm like no not Leafs this is the the Avalanche's all or nothing week they're losing essentially what is the equivalent of their whole second line Burakovsky sometimes plays on the first line so I can't say it's like their whole second line but what at times has been their entire second line they're losing that whole line theoretically if they can't pay them because Kale McCarr got a raise Nathan McKinnon is due for a raise next year I think he gets his contract extension negotiated Mm -hmm. because he's on a very very cheap contract right now because he didn't perform well in his early seasons so now, now Nathan is going to get paid. Um, As he should. Also, I just want to say I'm glad they didn't get Patrick Kane. Because <laughs> that was the rumor going around. And As fans were like, oh my god, yeah, Patrick Kane. I was like, why? Yeah, why? 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 This man on this team. This team is so likable and lovely and good. Yeah, and no. We would have had to. Patrick Kane on it? Okay. Yeah, we would have had to go to HQ over that one. I know. Like I would have central, called, central headquarters, whatever the fuck it's called. I would have called Joe Sackett personally, but like, hey, yeah. <laughs> then like, can you explain this and then undo it, please, sir? Thank I you. I would have thought of Joe Sackett and been like, can I request a trade? <laughs> can I yeah. have a trade, please? Joe, can you trade me? I want to get traded. Can you trade me to the Leafs? I'm not happy. Mom? Yeah. Mom, can we- Speaking <laughs> of... Tell us about the Leafs' big trade, Maeve. The Giordano Blackwell one? Yeah. I was like, or Dermot to Vancouver for Oh, God. <laughs> That's not a big trade. That's a stupid trade. Oh, God. What a, what a move. I don't know. Kyle Dubas. Kyle Dubas is... Well, I was going to say, the joke was going to be, you know, like, when you're like, Mom, he picked me up. The kids are being mean. It's like being yeah. Kyle Dubas. It's like, Mom! <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you make me up? The abs just traded for Patrick Kane. Yeah, for real. That <laughs> would have like, been terrible. Joe Sackick didn't do that, so. Anyway, yes, the Leafs, Kyle Dubas. Kyle Dubas. Now, before we get to the trade, I do want to acknowledge that Shalgren played a couple games. Oh, shit. Did he ever play a couple games? Killed it, crushed it, destroyed it. Love it. He's good. He's good. Well, and apparently he had a track record of being amazing in the Swedish Hockey League. 
And so mm-hmm. he as like shooketh that he's doing well in the NHL. Mm-hmm. I'm still a little nervous about it. Like he's playing- No, I definitely am too. Like, you know, three games does not a champion make, but he and he was shaky in Nashville, but a lot of those goals I felt were not uh, I don't know. I, I don't feel too too bad. I feel more confident with him in net than I do with Peter Morazic, certainly. Who is now So that's a uh, yeah, who's who's now a Marley again? We said last week the experiment is over, and it seems like yes, indeed, it is over. He was well, put on waivers. He was not claimed. <laughs> worse being put on waivers by your team, or then like being claimed off waivers, like having to move, or like no one wants you. <laughs> yeah, no one wants you. Like, I, and it's so crazy too. Like Mrazek, oh man. But, like, you know, when Nick Ritchie didn't get claimed off waivers, we were all kind of like, LOL, <laughs> no surprises there, big boy. <laughs> but, yeah, I, oh, so many emotions, and not many of them good. But, yeah, so he's, I like Shalgren. I really like what I see. I'm excited to have, like, a solid Swedish goaltender. Like, let's make a name for this kid. Let's do it is amazing to me because I love all of his quotes that are like, no thoughts, just vibes, that are like, literally like, I wasn't actually thinking. And I'm like... What an interesting way to play the game. No pressure, doesn't feel it. Yeah, just like, look, oh, yeah, like just I, keep the puck out of the net. That's, that's all you have to do. What other iconic quotes did he have where he just like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, bestie, I love this for you. He just kind of used that one over and over again. That was all he seemed to be able to say to the media. <laughs> or then Keith was like, I've never seen him smile. Like, then, I the did. Rasmus Sandin was like, he smiles all the time. Such a happy yeah. boy. And I'm like, shut up, Rasmus. Rasmus is the one always delivering the quotes. Being like, oh, he's a very soft bear. Like, oh, he's I always know. smiling. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but Rasmus possibly on long-term injured reserve is yeah, not cool at all. Injured out weeks, possibly. Yeah, not cool. Not cool Ooh, at all. Aren't we all so excited? Aren't we happy little campers over in the Leafs right. land? We're just Ugh. always so excited and happy and thrilled all the time. Yeah, yeah. I love him. I need him back. Oh, I love Rasmus. And he's also one of our best defensemen, so. He is too, right? And yeah, we're they're back. so rare where we're from. Yeah, getting a good defenseman is like, it's like water in the desert. Which, mm-hmm. speaking of good defensemen, we did acquire Mark Giordano for... Oh, my God. Captain of the Seattle Kraken, immediately given up to us. Uh, to yeah. He was pulled up with his friggin'. He just pulled up. His nails are dead. He looks all good. And he comes in and mm-hmm. he just looks at his nails. He checks them and he's like, yeah, you're going to give me Mark Giordano and you're going to give me Colin Blackwell and you're going to give it to me for like two second round picks and like a third. And that's how we wrote. And that's up. all that. That's all she wrote. And then Ron Francis, exactly, so overwhelmed by the fact that Kyle Dubis just rolled up, like looking just like on point, looking all together, and he was like, "Oh, I got it. I got to Just give it." <laughs> like I don't know. In my head, in my head, this is a very mean girl scene in which Kyle Dubis like drives up in a convertible, like check. Yeah, I really like the, the detail nails. about his nails. Yeah, I just like the text. It's like freshly done nails. It's just like. Mm. Yeah, you're just gonna like give me like two seconds, like a third, and then you're gonna, like I'm gonna give you that, and you're just gonna give me like Giordano and Blackwell, right? Cool. And like I feel like that is his attitude. <laughs> like that's how he comes out looking like he did in this trade. I'm sure there was a lot more negotiation, but like, man, did he just kind of slide in there and just like 
rob a blind. <laughs> like, yeah, he really did. So that's, and I'm so confused too about, yes, definitely Wubus confidence, but also like Seattle's in the middle of a fucking everything must go sale. Like what the shit is that about? Wild. I can't believe they gave up the captain after 15 minutes. <laughs> And also, he got fucking benched on his 1,000th game or whatever healthy scratch during your silver stick ceremony. Like, that is so weird. Uh, but what's almost like the trend this year is just, like, giving up captains who've played in those Right? It's insane. So, that's interesting. I'll be honest. Like, I'm excited to have Jordan. I'm looking forward to having Jordan on the team. Um, obviously all I really remember is Calgary. I haven't paid attention to him at all in, Se- in Seattle because like who it's, has yeah. paid attention to anyone in Seattle, quite honestly. Sorry, Jordan Eberly, love you too. But, um, right. yeah, so, but honestly, like I have some pretty high expectations. I need to see a lot out of him. I would say more than, more than what I've seen from like Spezza and Simmer. I think in terms of like Leafs veterans. So, it should be stated that he has declined really severely in his offensive numbers. Mm-hmm. But his defensive performance, baby! I'm cool with that too, though. Like, you know, you know, yes. like what, like we said, we don't need these guys to come in here and like, what did we say that one episode? Like, one Labushkin goal this season would like kind of be funny, but we don't need it. No. We I mean, just I want mean, defensive defensemen. Scores, I'm going to cry. Like I want him to score on my birthday. Can Labushkin score his first goal on Sunday? I think that'd be really fun of him. That'd be so you know, good. He did it against the Florida Panthers. It'd be hilarious. So yes, be really funky, fresh of him. It'd be so good. Also, listen, yeah, Geo's got for me like a little bit to prove. Yeah, and I just want to see it really work out for him. So, and also, too, I understand why Gio was so cheap, because he had a no-movement clause, and he's from Toronto, so, like, I think Toronto was on his, like, oh, I'll go to Toronto. Yeah, they all do, though, don't they? But, I gotta say here, here's the thing. Why was Blackwell included in this trade? Like, he has a 76% bar, which is great. He's a great defensive forward, who's gonna slot in excellently with Kampf on our shutdown line. Love that. Why? Like, what? I don't know. I think that's part of that Dubas magic. I know exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's like like nobody Dubis noticed this guy his, except for Kyle. Dubas rolled up in his bright hot pink convertible and, and he just he, robbed these people. And he Get robbed in my car. Them. Okay. And he was like, "I'm gonna take them like right now." Yeah. Thanks, Ron. <laughs> like, oh my god. Drove away. Thanks, Ronnie. Thanks, but, Ron. yeah. Like and then he just he heated up. Like I I don't know how he did it, but he did. And it's especially impressive considering how much Shrot was paid for. Um, oh my god. Because you think Yeah, let's get into Shrott, that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um but also too, we did trade away our dear boy Travis Durbit. Yeah, bye Travis. Uh, he's now in Vancouver. I'm gonna get to probably see him play on Wednesday, which I'm really excited because I'm watching Vancouver and the Avalanche play for my birthday. Yay! Yeah, I have a tiara and a sash, and I'm hoping Nazem Kadri will give me a birthday selfie. Yeah, because I love Nazem Kadri. He's my he's my BFF. <laughs> well, he's the best. He, Excellent his cat, choice. His cat. Excellent taste in BFFs. His cat, iconic. Jazzy Kadri, the OG hockey cat. <laughs> um, 
Everyone's out here praising Milo Suzuki. They don't know who started it all. Jazzy Kadri. It's true. She did. She did. She did it. And as a cat parent myself, I do appreciate mm-hmm. the cat parent representation in the NHL. Also, Jack Campbell walking his cat. I think we talked about this last week. But I think so, yeah. I too walk my cat. So respect, Jack. <laughs> respect. Walking a cat is not easy work. It's it is not, not easy. It's part. so stupid. You you feel so foolish when it's happening. You do. And the cat is being a rascal the whole time. Yeah. Cats are, they're not made to obey. They obey yeah. no one but themselves and God. Even God. I think cats look at God and they're like, nah. It sounds like, you know, that's just like Kyle Dubas. Yeah. He obeys no one but himself and God. I feel like the Leafs as a team are very cat. Like, I don't know how to describe this. But, like, they make no sense. They just decide, like, when you think they should be following, when you're like, why can't you just take a simple order? They're like, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to beat the Coyotes. That's why they always lose to the Coyotes, the dog team. There you go. That's it. We <laughs> cracked it. The Leafs are cats. <laughs> Thank you for our dissertation. Kyle Dubas, hire us to be in your front office. I think we do a really good job. <laughs> Uh, oh man sorry i apologize for this episode it's okay it's okay <laughs> this will definitely be our funniest episode I don't yeah know this is a rough one good. it's okay um and then okay so yeah we we're about to dive into Sherrod. let's dive in to Sherrod. oh my god so Sherrod. i wish i understood i wish i did too um i just defenseman big and potentially gritty seems to be like gms like hear that and they're like that's it that's the coach he's the guy that's our guy so the return for him was a first round pick in 2023 wild a fourth round pick uh in in 2022 and prospect tyler simolanic simolanic I thought it was two first round picks, but I guess I'm No, that is the Hagel trade. Hagel. Oh, that's right. Got Tyler, which we'll talk about soon, but like that's what they got for Sherratt. And so I don't think Sherratt really moves the needle that much um, when it comes to Florida. No. I think Florida really needed a goalie. (laughs) Yeah. So much money tied up in Mabrowski, they can't get one. So I don't think that Florida really addressed a weak spot with Sherratt. So I don't know why they paid so much for him. Again, I think the Savard trade just ruined GMs. They it ruined their brains. I think that GMs have this weird thing where they see like a big, de- tough defenseman and they're like, him. I want mm-hmm. him for my party. I want him. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Makes no sense. They just, it's it's arbitrary. But yes, yeah, so that was the Sherratt trade. And then everyone was like, fuck, Giordano's going to be so expensive. And then Gio, Gio was like, no, no, I only want to go to Toronto. Yeah, this is like so, oh, man. But yeah, the, oh, the Hagel trade. That's another one that makes no fucking sense. So Hagel went to Tampa for Taylor Radish and Boric Kachuk. Kat, <laughs> Guys, See, this is indicative of like... There's a yeah. Kachuk, there's two Kachuks, uh, Kachuk, and I think there's another similar other sounding name. It's like Kachuk, and then there's a like. You could throw a chicken in there too. A chicken and a, a Kachuk or something. Hatchuk. Yeah. Like that. And they're all in the same league. 
Oh boy. Hockey players, baby. Their last names are easy. Um, and they got a first round pick in 2023 and 2024. And it's worth noting that the 2023 draft is supposed to be extremely stacked. Um, Connor Bed, Connor Bedard, Bed- Bedard yeah. is supposed to be the top pick of that draft. Yeah. And obviously, this is Tampa's first, so it's not like those are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to be going high. like. 29th or something like that but But still still, it's supposed to be a deep draft it's supposed to be like another 2015 2016 draft Mm -hmm. if you know anything about the 2015 draft there are a lot of winners selected even in the late rounds yeah um that happened and then uh so the atlantic just was like we're gonna get really good and the leafs were like oh yikes okay i guess yeah because like then the biggest, one of the biggest free agent prizes. Oh, I guess it, it is worth mentioning that Hagel could have gone to the Leafs with Flurry. The trade was like Flurry, Hagel in exchange for Mrazic, a first round pick, and Matthew Nice. Yeah, right, right, right. Which we're not, I'm not doing Nice and the first round pick. You can take yeah. Mrazic, you can have him for free. <laughs> Flurry for Mrazic straight up sounds like a good deal. My God, that would have been such a hilarious one for one. Loved it. We never would have done Flurry that dirty though. I would have been a little bit upset. I mean, I love a fleecing, but he's worth more. He was give- he was giving up for like a conditional second. Yeah, that's true. So I don't think Mar- at least Mrazic is a roster player. That's true. Imagine if you got Flurry for future considerations. That's fucking. <laughs> I'm telling you, next year's draft, baby. That's what it's going for. Future considerations and a bag of Doritos. Love that. I know. I saw you tweet that and I was like, correct. correct." All of these trades just reminded me of like, you can have this in a bag of Doritos. Like, oh, they were all just made no sense. So yeah, Drew is free from the Flyers. He went to Florida. No more. No. So yeah, he played his 1,000th game in Philadelphia on Thursday. And then on Saturday, he became a Florida Panther. Yeah, and we oh all kind of saw it because, like, he was real emotional after that game, and there was a lot of like, "Oh, it's probably the last game of Warrior talk." Yeah. No, I'm not gonna lie. I was also like, on Friday, I was like pissed off the whole day. I was like, "Move Giroux!" Like, I was happy that they waited, obviously, because this has been, you know, brewing for over a week, like ten days easily. And also, it's worth noting too that, like, it's been rumored to be for to Florida. It was rumored to be for Florida for a while too. Like it was, yeah, exactly. All but confirmation he was going to Florida, right? And um, I know that there's details, and z- 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 but they could have announced it on Friday and saved yeah. me a lot of stress and heartache. And where the fuck is he going? Yeah, and I'm trying to just really quick trying to find the return for him, but no, it's ridiculous. And here's the thing: everyone thought he wanted to go to Colorado. Colorado, Colorado Avs fans were like freaking out, and I was like, I don't know really have the space for him and like yeah what's he gonna do and i think there was like one thing where it was like so there's multiple factors i've heard the cj show reported which is one florida weather do be great as i mentioned before and two um and two the place he has more of a place on the florida panthers rosters than he does on the um, for sure of the abs, which i could understand um but Man, does Florida look so good coming out of this deadline? They really do. It's like scary now. <sighs> but at the same and but at the same time now, I'm kind of like, okay, if Florida wins, like 
I do like that home jersey and Jungle Joe and, and Claude will get their cup. So yeah, that's the thing. Who Obviously, I have biases closer to home, but at the same time, but like there's a like, lot of teams right now that I'm like, hmm, if you win, I wouldn't be mad. Like, honestly, though, it, to me, it's like, Drew, like, how can you not root for him? Exactly. And then because of that, it means that everyone's going to be rooting against the Leafs when they eventually play the Panthers. Which just sucks. Because, you know, for once, I'd like to have people root for the Leafs. Maybe that'll give us, you know, some underdog encouragement. Maybe. And we'll use it to our advantage or something. Yeah, so what they got was, uh, for Claude, they traded, for Claude, they got Owen Tippett, a first-round pick in 2024, and a third-round pick in 2023. That's right. Tippett. Yeah. Who's fine, but apparently... (laughs) The Flyers know their development system is bad. And so they were like, we want an NHL ready for us. Yeah. But guess what? It wasn't just Giroux who got sent to the who got sent to the Panthers. Also forwards German Rubitsov and Connor Bunneman got sent to Yeah, like okay. Like somehow they need to sweeten the deal. So they yeah. add in people. Who also have not panned out, like, as prospects, but also Flyers development system. We all know how that works. So, mm-hmm. in the end, yeah, the, reten- the return for Drew was underwhelming, but Drew also kind of was like, I want to go to Florida or else. Um, so, yeah, that was the Drew trade. Uh, Fleury is a Fleury, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is a Minnesota wild, wildflower. He's a wildflower now. We kind of love that. I love that. I'm so happy he's free from Chicago. <laughs> Me too. I mean, who honestly, like, that's the real, like, collective league-wide win of the whole trade deadline, I think. Everybody's just like, all right, our boy's free. I'm happy. I'm, like, sad he's not on the Leafs. Because, again, I still think I think about the Flurry-Campbell tandem in my mind. Yes. And I'm like, oh, it's so... Maybe one day. Don't discount it entirely. You never really know. Oh, so beautiful forms. The idea of Flurry and Campbell being in a tandem together. He's only 36? 37? 37. Really? I thought he was only a year older than Sid, but... Yeah. He's 37. 37, I think, because he was drafted in 2003. Wasn't Sid drafted in 2005? Yes. Uh, how old was I in 2005? I was three years old. So. That's so funny to me. Don't even say that. I am you a- were born in the 2000s. That's wild. I was, I'm a 2002 baby. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, oh so, and then you know what I thought was a really like random and like sucks to be you trade? Fucking Matthew Joseph got traded to the Senators. Yeah, he got traded to the Senators. And I was like, Tampa, you trade away your hottest player. What the hell's going on with you, man? But that kind of sucks for him. He's great, and he's going to Ottawa. And Sens fans are like a little concerned about it. Are they? they well, because they traded for Hamannick, right? And then Hamannick essentially got replaced by Dermot. Yeah, who was better than Hamannick and also less money. But now, like the core of the decor of the Sens is like Hamannick Zaitsev. <laughs> Shabbat, like Shabbat is the only good one on that, and like Brady Kachuk hasn't performed well this year, and people are like, "Isn't he? Isn't Shabbat also out right now?" Shabbat is out; he's injured. Yeah, and um, 
who else is it? So like Hamannick, Zaitsev. There's a bunch of young players that DJ Smith refuses to play. They trade just traded Nick Paul, and Nick Paul was like, "Yeah, I'm like tired of being here." Like it just. But the rebuild's over, you know. The rebuild's over. Did you know? The rebuild's definitely over. The rebuild is done. Absolutely bananas trade that one. Angry at least fans. I'm like bestie, like. Take care of your own mess first before you come for us. Like we are messy. Like don't worry, but like take care of your own mess before you come. Yeah, for us. that uh, is true. My God, the Caps were pretty quiet too. This trade deadline. Didn't they just acquire um, another old man? <laughs> they did. We got a- another another old man that we also got back from Seattle. We stole. We they they took Vitek Vanacek in the expansion and then we got him back like before the fucking season even started i don't really know how that happened yeah cause um but yeah we in free agency and so all of a sudden they were like we got drieger and we signed drieger chris drieger yeah did. so vtech venicek will be our backup and then philip grubauer in free agency was like i want five million and the abs were like sorry we can't pay you that yeah and he went to seattle and seattle was like or i think maybe i actually think it was term with the avalanche like he wanted five years or something and the abs were like no we'll only give you like whatever yeah. And so we ended up in Seattle. And so then they had three goalies and they were like, oh shit, what do we do with the third? Yeah, exactly. So BSAC came back home. And now, so yeah, Marcus Johansson is back in Washington um, for Daniel Sprong and probably some other shit that I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, I'm kind of sad to see Sprong go. He was pretty solid. But nothing to like write home about, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I, it seems like he was like super bummed to leave, like just like it didn't, it didn't work out. I had a lot of chances, but uh, couldn't capitalize on them. I was like, oh my god, this man is heartbroken. Well, apparently they want someone to replace Connor McMichael on the wing. They want to like, oh my god. Why won't they play young players? My question. This is my Peter Laviolette thing. Like, oh my God, stop. But yeah, what is the Kraken doing? That's my question. Because they just have like been hit and undo. Right? It's insane. Everything must go. What is going on here? So yeah, we actually think that we might like dive into that next week or in the coming weeks. Just for like a fun experiment. Because it's just wild. It is. It makes no sense. And I don't understand what Ron Francis is doing. And I know we made jokes, but like Kyle Dubas pulled up, like looking all great and like looking all hot. And it's a little like Barbie, ba- Bar- Barbie Malibu pink <laughs> convertible. Mm-hmm. I'm, again, this is a mean girl scenario in my head in which Kyle Dubas is Regina George. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Kyle Dubas's hair is insured for $10,000. It is. I saw Kyle Dubas <laughs> wearing. <laughs> he would wear <laughs> army pants and flip flops. <laughs> So I would. <laughs> I saw Kyle Davis wearing big glasses, so I bought big glasses. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's all the GMs. That's all the GMs claiming things off waivers from Dubis. So like, I saw Dubis side like Satari. Exactly. So I, so I decided to take Satari. <laughs> like- <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, he was a leaf for five seconds. Ugh. I hate the waiver wire sometimes. It's so annoying. Sometimes. Sometimes. Because sometimes she frees us of things like Peter Morazic. Yes, it's true. It's true. Bye, Peter. 
Bye, miss Peter. You. Well, not miss you, but Bye. get better. But yeah. Improve your game. <laughs> but yeah, so the Kraken make no sense. Um, the Atlantic... Yeah, good luck there, Daniel. Oh Spronger. Gonna, yeah, hopefully you're just, it's... <laughs> I wish him the best. What? They like I feel like the Seattle Times fired Marissa and Jenny, and they were just like, "Yeah, no, like this whole franchise is now gonna fold." Yeah. Oh my gosh. Also, speaking of caps trades, so like Holtby was back in Dal or was back in Washington on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday last night for like first game back in Washington. They played this fucking tribute that literally made me cry. <laughs> the whole timeline's like weeping. Because Brayden Holpe's back. And then Arizona or Arizona trades Wedgwood to Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh my God, Holpe back to Washington. And it seemed like it was actually gonna happen. It did not. And I'm so sad a little bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. As much as I, I like I've said before, like I love both of Washington's goaltenders right now, but I'm so fucking sentimental about Brayden Holby. I would be too. If a goalie won me a cup, I mean, I had a Blues fan be like, I love Bennington because he won me a cup. And I'm like, ugh. Ugh. That is the taste, worst. But we get it. I like, I was like, that's the worst goalie to pick, but okay. Yeah, but okay. Oh, God. But yeah, this trade deadline has made not a lot of sense. GMs. Also, I didn't even, the side note again, I didn't even fucking know that Wedgwood was like on the market. I would have taken Wedgwood. I told he you he was good the other night. I almost was like, I when he was in fucking Toronto like two weeks ago, I was like, put him in the trunk of my car. This is how we solve this. Just kidnap him for fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, Vamelka. What? Like, yeah. The, the, the Coyotes just extended him, but I'm still like, Vamelka. Like, why didn't anyone ask? Yeah. Like, I, like everyone's like, what are we gonna do? But our golden problems of like, just, like I'm like, Vamelka might not be a starter, but he's at least a competent backup. Mm-hmm. We didn't even have competent backup. We had poor Shalgren, who was untested on the NHL level, and Mrazek, who couldn't stop shit and didn't know where his posts were. <sighs> Whatever. I'm still just, I'm just like, I don't know. We get, again, something we need to look into, like how far out is Campbell's return? And hopefully the Leafs get a nice long break this week. They're not playing till Wednesday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, they've had off to like skate with their new buds and figure it out. And hopefully Shalgren will will show up again on Wednesday night. Who are we playing? Uh, the Devils. Oh, okay. That's... That's a trap game. What are you talking about? I love it's like, true. That's... It's been bad before. This is what I always do. I'm like, oh, it's so... Oh. Yeah. No. Oh, wait, it's... Oh. Are they playing a top team in the league? If the answer is no, then they're going to lose. Yeah, the Devils did give us some trouble last time. Yeah. Um, and it's like after three days off, new players in the lineup. Like if they're playing a bad team, like I just feel like they could come out really flat. I hope I'm wrong, but. I hope so too, because this would be a great time for Austin to, you know, get to 50 goals like in one night. That'd be fucking cool. Dick That's- trick to 50. Oh my God. Start the hashtag. <laughs> Get it trending. Dick trick to 50. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just no, saying. I 
I don't know. I'll see. I won't be. I probably won't watch the game, so I'll probably be at the Avs game during the same. Oh, that's right. You will. You will not watch the game then. I'll be having my best birthday girl lifestyle with my yes, my sash, and I'll be like, give me free shit, please. It's my birthday. Not yeah. Everyone say happy birthday to Maeve on Wednesday, and then again on her actual birthday. Yeah, my fake birthdays. I'm having two fake birthdays. I'm having like a birthday dinner on Saturday for my old friends, like who used to live with me, and then I'm having like a game day for like my the friends who like were my friends freshman year slash are my new friends now this yeah. year. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a little chaotic, but it's also I love it. Birthday week. Everyone Normalize does. birthday week is something we need to do. Everyone does homework on Sundays. So, like, why would I make people come celebrate my birthday on a Sunday when we're all... Yeah. Like, please. But anyway, yes. So, I don't know. Also, I would say, what do you think we rate the Leafs deadline? Sorry, say again. What would I rate the Leafs deadline? Like, if we're going, like, A or, like, a 10 out of 10. Like, I, I don't think... Well, I think it's a very meh deadline. Like, I think the Giordano-Blackwell trade was excellent. Like, I think Dubas did a great job on that specific trade. Yeah. But I don't think he had a good deadline, like, in all. Yeah. I I agree. We needed a goalie. Like, I know people were bitching about the, like, Blackhawks one. And I was like, well, when you get a top six forward and a goalie, like, yeah, you overpay, but that is, like, two of the things you needed. So, like, Mm -hmm. I get where that was coming from. But I was like, I don't know why you guys are all so, so, like, being so, like, oh, good thing we didn't pay that. It's like, we could have had Flurry. Like, I don't... (laughs) And I, I am a firm believer of, like, I don't care. I, like, I don't care if I never have another first round pick again for the next 10 fucking years if we get a cup. Yeah, the, I'm trying to, yeah, this is why I don't, it's always so hard to assess, off. like, the deadline, especially, like, the night of. So I agree that yeah. it's, like, for me, it's also meh. Like, I'd give it, like, a 6 or a 6.5, like, 65 out of, yeah, C+. Plus. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like if that turns and like if you know Giordano is, be- is the piece that was missing, and it like it all goes well, then oh shit, yeah. But I think I'm also kind of coming around on that line of thinking in terms of, and also yeah, yeah, just like uh, okay, I'm not to be rude to people who are doing this, but I do think it's kind of a loser mentality to be so covetous of our like first overall pick because it's assuming Mm -hmm. that we're going to lose again in the first round it's just that's true yeah it's assuming that we need to continue to rebuild which we don't we're in our win now mode we're not yeah our first round pick really paid off in the year of our lord 2016 so like enough said so like why are we so concerned about keeping a draft pick for next year when we're gonna be like in the low 20s in the playoffs like I just think that, like, I think that Leafs fans are like, oh, fuck, we gotta keep our first round pick. And I'm like, I guess the Felino trade was, like, bad. But one, we kind of, we kind of traded for Felino on defense. A little bit. Mm-hmm. He's better than Felino was. Like, Giordano is a much better player than Felino for what he does. But, like, I'm like, we did the Felino deal part two, 2.0. Just this time it was slightly better because the piece we got was better. Yeah. And we didn't pay a first. But I just think it's kind of a loser mentality. It's we're still rebuilding. We still need those draft picks in case we don't win. You think Tampa yeah. were to give a shit? Yeah. They're, t- oh. they're trying to win. And then that's, and some people like, there is definitely this like optimist leave Twitter was like, they're doing it because of the lease. I'm like, no, they're not. No. They're doing it because of Tampa and Florida. Like, they're doing it because mm-hmm. of each other and because of Boston. 
These are all proven champions. So they're doing it because of the Canes. And they're doing it because they're probably going to have to face the Avs or the Flames in the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not doing it because of the Leafs. They can, I think that Florida and Tampa think they can go, like, split the Leafs away. And you know what? Honestly, I think they could, too. I think the Leafs are probably one of the worst teams in the like one of the worst teams of the playoff teams in the Atlantic. I don't I think they could beat Boston on paper, but Boston has its whole psychological connotations. I mean how this team goes with psychological connotations. Yeah, we don't love psychological connotations. So right They've now they've never been playing, kind to us. We're putting Tampa in the first round. Tampa with Nick Paul and Hagel that just got at it. Vasilevsky. And Vasilevsky. Right? And then say if we made it past say if by some miracle we didn't get eliminated in five by Tampa, we have to play Florida with Giroux, mm-hmm. Huberdo, Barkov, Duclair, Bennett, like Marchman. Like these are all keep like going, please. I can keep going. <laughs> you want me to name the whole roster? I'll no, go. No, Florida don't. Panthers I can name. With a great, like, with. And like the thing is, everyone's like, "Oh, the Florida Panthers and the Leafs actually match up really well because they both are like teams with solid teams with horrible goaltending." Uh, but like, here's the thing: the Florida Panthers added Giroux, a top six winger, who is going yeah. to perform for them, and so like they don't really need to worry about it because I think they are legitimately the first playoff team who could probably outscore their problems in the playoffs. They have such a deep forward group, mm-hmm. and I just think. That, like people out here are like oh yeah the least they can do. and i'm like honestly I, to be fair though i don't know if dubas could have done much besides bring us flurry that would have made me be like oh i think we went around mm-hmm. like i don't think we're better than tampa or florida i mean honestly that florida abs stanley cup final series is gonna be sick i'm so hyped for it it's gonna be so good but also, I can't have I can't have anyone lose to Tampa. This is the thing. No three Pete, please. No, oh, but here's the thing, Forbes. I was told the cap actually made parity in the league so that we didn't have like teams that always won all the time. I was told. Yeah. yeah Am I wrong? Yeah. Is it? Maybe is that false? I was told the cap did that. Did the cap not do that? And I guess it didn't. But like Tampa and Terrible. Florida aren't fucking around being like oh no my first round pick what yeah, if i, I really need it? that first round what if pick? i don't have my first round pick they're gonna win also the yeah cup. i think to your point also horde yeah being so don't spend the first round pick and also you know you have knives like okay i it's pick one or the other I'd rather have nice honestly he's like bet on a sure robertson. thing why why is nick robertson such an issue futures that's in the future. Mm-hmm. Nick Robertson is not ready for the NHL to be a top-level NHL player right now. And his ceiling doesn't look that high. I know I'm sorry. I might be known as like a Nick Robertson hater on this podcast. But um, I'm just saying, like, I, Nimala? Nimala I keep because he's a defenseman. And mm-hmm. we know about Leafs players and defensemen. And maybe that's my Leafs fame brain, like, you know, like, irrationality going like, defenseman, must save defenseman, must save defenseman. Because, <laughs> like, that's how I work. And I see a good defenseman and I'm like, but I want you to be on my team, to be mm-hmm. within my warm embrace and no one will injure you ever or I will die. Like, that's how the Leafs fans feel about our defense. I feel like a little bit. Maybe it's just me. But uh, no, like, I, I'm like, Robertson, trade him. Abramov, trade him. Like, I feel like also Nick could probably develop faster in a different market. Yeah. Well, in the place like where he's not, not good enough, not, he's not ready to be 
like playing forward. in SBA, but he's probably ready to be playing in New Jersey. Yeah. Or something, you know what I mean? And Vancouver. Yeah. Like I'm just so using Vancouver to trade a Dermot. I just think that we are so like one, I think we overvalue our prospects a lot. I think like I maybe I'm overvaluing Nima a lot, but like Nice was a second round pick and he's good and he was great in the Olympics. He's been great in college, but there's no guarantee. He's like, I don't know if his upside is top six winger. Like some people mm-hmm. think. He's my age, I think a year younger than me. He's 19, mm-hmm. 18, 19. He's a freshman in college. Like, can you handle the level of playoff intensity at 18, 19? Like, mm-hmm. Austin Matthews can, but Austin Matthews was the first overall pick in the generational talent. Mm-hmm. Tyler Sagan could. Ha ha ha. Stop. Oh my I god, go. wait, sorry. I had a. I'm not going to say it. There was a sidetrack where Tyler Sagan apparently compared Jason Robertson to a rattlesnake. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's all silent. He sneaks up on you and then he strikes. And everyone was like, Tyler, a rattlesnake is the one snake that makes a sound. Yeah. What are you talking about, buddy? Oh, my God. He's so dumb. Anyway, but I just think the Leafs, like, Leafs fans were like, we can't spend a first. Like, we can't do that. And I'm like, I understand trying not to spend a first on a rental. Like, I get that. That Mm -hmm. makes sense. You don't want to trade it away for nothing. And, like, I guess Flurry's a rental, but Flurry's also a goalie who has taken teams to the Stanley Cup Finals before. So excited to see how far Mini goes now. Like, I don't know. I I got – I'm really excited for Flurry. Imagine they eliminate Colorado in the second round. He, you know what's going to happen? He's going to go, like – He is Colorado's Chris. He's going to go, like, 16-0-2 with his, his Minnesota games leading up to playoffs. I bet you he'll just, like – Oh, I feel so good now to be out. Oh, this is Italian, not a French Canadian because I don't know what time it is anymore because it's late. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> like he's gonna be so fucking happy to be out there and like clean slate. And here we go. Ah, uh, well, because Flurry is, I think, appears in Avs fans' nightmares. Like Avs oh, fans boy. wanted to go after him at the deadline, and I was like, your tandem is perfectly fine. You don't need yeah. Flurry. Don't need it, Avs fans. I wonder if he'll, or I wonder, conversely, if he'll have the opposite, where he'll have the same kind of fucking start he had in Chicago, where it's like first game, let's in a goal 17 seconds in. Second game, let's in a goal 15 seconds in. Minnesota is <laughs> so like funny. Decor, though. So I think yeah. the thing, the problem with Chicago is Chicago did not play defense in front of Flurry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have to say that, like, Flurry. I don't know. I could if he eliminates the Avs. I actually think that's a great narrative for the Avs. The Avs could face Minnesota in the second round, and the Avs beat Flurry and beat Minnesota. Like I think that'd be a really good for their self confidence because Flurry was basically one of the big reasons they were eliminated in the Vegas series. Right. So I think them getting to face Flurry again in the playoffs will be really really fun. For I'm excited us. for Flurry. I'm just for so excited for Flurry. I'm excited for Flurry too. I'm excited he's fucking out of Chicago. Yeah. But yeah. In conclusion, I think we could have had Flurry, and you guys are like, oh my god, no, we can't give up Matthew Nice in a first. And I'm like, yeah. if we won the cup, I don't care what the fuck we give up. Sell mm-hmm. the bar! Sell the whole prospect! Sell! Give all the Marleys away! <laughs> give the whole franchise to somebody. Just give it away! I don't care! I don't! And I know that's stupid, and I know it's like not caring about the future, but like, to be honest cares so much about the future once you have the cup. Mm-hmm. 
and you can figure it out. You have Austin Matthews, and Austin Matthews is probably going to stay if you win him a cup in his in his first like contract so in Toronto. True. You win a cup with these guys, they're going to stay. Maybe they need bonuses. Maybe they take discounts. Like I, I just think that there's like. I think that Leafs fans, and now I think Leafs management, have been infected with this sickness of like our first round pick is gold, and it's like we're in win now mode. Yeah, it's I will. Not I will watch. Yeah, I will wave to Arizona as they use our first round pick from the Cup Parade float. Okay, yeah. like I will, like I will flip Chicago off as I walk down the street holding the Stanley Cup above my head. Mm-hmm. I will, like I will be like. Thank Chicago as I get a fucking tattoo of the Stanley Cup on my ass. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't this care. Chaotic about our... after dark energy is like <laughs> so much. It's so funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> but again, I don't like. <sighs> I will give you whatever. I would give up any prospect in our prospect pool, except for maybe Nemo because I'm just stingy with my defensemen. Um. Mm-hmm. And that's just my own personal problem. I think if I was a GM, I'd be a lot more rational. I'd be like, yeah. Because Florida realizes it. Tampa realizes mm-hmm. it. They realize, and I think too, I know people are like, oh, it's because they're scared about the Leafs. It's like, no, they realize that Florida and Tampa are going to be playing each other in the second round. Yeah, exactly. And that's why they're gearing up. Don't kid yourself. They don't think they're facing the Leafs. They think the mm-hmm. Leafs are getting eliminated in the first round by Tampa, which they probably will be. <laughs> Tampa's gonna squash the leaves like a bug. Unless, like, somehow November Jack Campbell returns to the playoffs. Yeah. And suddenly That's we learn how to overcome a heavy team. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like, and maybe, maybe then me saying we should invest everything in this team is ill conceived if I don't have faith in them. But, like, I just think that. We could have made this team a lot better. We could have gone out and got Chikrin in addition to Giordano. We could have gone out and gotten top six forward somewhere. Mm-hmm. We could have had Flurry and Net to guarantee us some security. Like, these are all steps we could have taken to make our team better. And everyone's like, oh, thank God we kept our second round pick, Matthew Nice, and our first overall and our first round pick. Aren't we so proud we kept it? Not the goalie with the Stanley Cup pedigree who could probably take us to the finals, who could steal us a series. Aren't we so glad we have our first round pick though? And not the top six forward who could score when our top when our big four stopped scoring. Aren't we so happy? Grow up. We are not so happy. No. I just I don't know. That's my rant. Grow up, guys. Like it's not you can't have your cake and eat it too. We're not rebuilding anymore. Stop having a fucking loser's mentality. You act mm-hmm. like we're going to lose in the first round. And, like, obviously that's what I think is going to happen. But I kind of think we're going to lose in the first round because we didn't do enough this deadline. Mm-hmm. Like, our goaltending is not – it was good for um, good enough for a month for us to win a round. It hasn't been good since. So Maybe wild. Chalgren is our revelation and I'm wrong and you guys can all laugh in my face. But I might become a Florida Panthers fan in this playoffs. <laughs> Right? Why not? Drew. Drew. I want Drew and Thornton. Who doesn't want to see Uh, Drew and Thornton in a cup? And also, like, this team with, like, no fans and, like, Florida. Like, come on. It's kind of fun. It is kind of fun. And as I said, I do love that home jersey. I love it. I love a cat. I love a cat. (laughs) Roxy, I was was giving Roxy some crap about the the Sherratt trade, but I was like, your brethren traded for... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Your brethren, oh my god. 
Yeah, her big brother. Oh my goodness. The Panthers. Big brethren. Yeah. She so all in all, a weirdly wild, but also strangely boring trade deadline. I think it was boring because everything cool happened before the deadline. Yeah. And there was like a bunch of, but yeah, anyways, like Max, Max Domi went last minute. And also there's like some weird stuff going on in Vegas at, as we speak. If Getty Dadunov, Dadunov trade is not good or Dad, is it needs Dadunov more or work. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. Cap Vegas is, oh my God, Vegas is going to, is Vegas going to make the playoffs? I hope they miss because I'm a petty piece of shit. Yeah, you are. But, you're a petty piece of shit. I hope they make it so that fucking we get a Battle of Alberta series. I want yeah. Edmonton to drop off so we can get a Battle of Alberta first round. I don't ask for much. Okay? <laughs> I, don't. Yeah, I just wanted Chikrin and Flurry. I don't ask for much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know. I know that's a lot, but I'm just saying that first round pick could have got you Chikrin. No, I'm Matthew just nice. you. You know what I mean. Like I, I know. I'm glad. Okay, I'm good. We're on the same page because I'm just like I don't know. I'm I think just we're. Yeah, Leafs fans aren't in win now mode as much as they pretend to be. Even the like toxic positivity ones, we're not. Mm-hmm. None of them actually have real faith in this team because if they did, they would be like, "Why aren't we selling the farm?" Mm-hmm. Like honestly, none of you have real faith in this team. Which honestly, they've done nothing to earn our faith. I don't know why someone would. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I have, I have a weird, as always. I think it's. I don't even think it's because I'm hopeful. I think it's just because like I'm an idiot, kind of, where I'm always like, maybe it'll be okay, because that's just generally how I like stumble through my life. Like from day to day, I'm like, hopefully it all works out today. That's not idiot. That's not idiot. That's like a healthy way to look at the world. I. (laughs) Forbes. I like recently discovered a new song. It was like, do you ever feel like? what was it? It's like, do you ever feel like something? And it was like, like you're not quite happy, but you don't want to die. And I was like, that's how I constantly feel. Like, like, and I was like, yeah, that's correct. That's that's how I stumble through life. I'm just like, not not quite happy, but don't really want to die. So like, good, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I think that's good. I think I'm doing well. It's an improvement. <laughs> but like, I but feel yeah. like I don't know, because like I honestly hope you know. Th- I think this year is gonna be better for me because I don't have faith anymore. I don't think they're gonna win a round. Please. Oh my god. I'm invincible because I no longer have any feelings. Hooray, you can't hurt me if I don't have feelings. Yeah, you can't hurt me if I've already given up. Exactly. You can't break my spirit if I've already bro- if I've already broken dumbasses. Exactly. Oh my god. But that's the thing. Like, what a I, life. I had faith in this team in 2020, which was stupid. I shouldn't have had faith in the 2020 Leafs. <laughs> I had faith in a team that lost to a Zamboni driver. Like, please, someone laugh me out of the building. I had faith in the 2020 Leafs and they lost to Columbus. I I had faith in the like I had faith in the 2019 Leafs and they lost to Boston. I had faith they lost to Boston the first time and I have faith last year. Oof. Lost to Montreal and now we're in a good division again and I'm like yeah no. I just have a gut feeling about this team and usually my gut feelings are right so we'll see if this one is but I. Uh, I, Maybe they'll prove you wrong. See I where it love, goes again. I would love for them to prove me wrong, you know? I'd love for them to pull a coyotes and try to impress me. The Yotes, I don't know if you guys, I've, I made this joke earlier in the podcast, but the Yotes love to win against teams I follow, cover, and because they want me to be their fan. And we'll see if it ever happens. And it's working. 
that sick ass jersey. <laughs> that jersey is so good though. Sick ass jersey is unreal. Get me there. I might be. A, I might be a Yotes fan next year, guys. Right. I might just. Fold they Joker. gave away Labushkin. They did give away Labushkin. So, well, if Matthew signs there, then I'll just be like, yeah, no. Oh my god. How I always. We was. can't even talk about. Okay, I can't even like talk about that. <laughs> I just stop standing Kyle Dubis as much as I do because I'm just like Kyle Dubis showed up in his pink, like his pink Lamborghini, being like, I'm gonna make a train. <laughs> being <the little> Regina <laughs> Georgia. I firmly believe he is the Regina George of the NHL. Like I he is him. though. Like he is. But he's not- And he has a burn book too, probably. Oh, oh, you think that bitch doesn't have a burn book? 110% he's He definitely like, has a burn book. He's like, in his little thing, he's like, everyone who, uh, Kyle Davidson's number one in the burn book. <laughs> what the fuck is up, Kyle? No, mm-hmm. seriously, step the fuck up. <laughs> that is Kyle Davis today. Yeah. Anyways, time. on that note, <laughs> that deranged note, I think it's time to say goodnight. Uh, this sorry, is fun, but- though. <laughs> like, in a weird way, I'm kind of, I like saying goodnight on the podcast. I don't know why. It is like, goodnight. Good yeah. yeah. Have a merry cool. morning. <laughs> yeah, have a great day tomorrow. Have a great rest of the week. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Uh, remember to follow us yeah. at. If you were stuck through this one, <laughs> holy shit. Oh my god, you're a champ. We promise we'll be more structured next week. Oh, P.S. Next week we're gonna be a little bit late. So, we might scheduling. We might take a little break. We might, yeah, we might actually take a week off. This is probably a good sign from the the hockey gods that, like, okay, gang, you need to just take a chill pill for a minute and reevaluate yourselves. I'm turning 20, and Forbes is going to Montreal to party it up. So, yeah, so <laughs> we're very professional sports people, though. That's not why we're taking a break, we swear. <laughs> oh uh, no, we're seriously, though, we're just busy with work and school and life and stuff. So we might take a week off and, and come back at break? it. Do in you a want bit. to trade today at the end of the podcast? Yeah, break your no. trade. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you when you edit this can you put in a bleep <laughs> because I, well, I want it to stay stay in I think last time you accidentally saved said, uh, said your name you just like cut the whole thing out I, cut the whole I think thing. you should just beep it out <laughs> if you can legal name drop happened oops <laughs> I think the, oh. <laughs> yeah <laughs> whoop Sorry, uh, Maeve, formerly of Regis University, is being traded to University of North Dakota for future considerations. I'm transferring. Yes. I know I've been making jokes on the podcast about like uh, TJ OT, North Dakota legend, for like a while, and I've been like making like kind of vague allusions, to, like going and visiting and stuff. But yeah, I'm going there. I'm going to be a communications major, working towards my bachelor's in communications, and also a certificate in sports communications specifically. Yay! And I'm so excited. I'm so proud. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. That my bestie will also have a communications degree. Let's get it. Let's get them. We found each other. I know, right? When we're one step closer to running the NHL's marketing department and replacing those fucking scarecrows that run it right now. Uh, By the way, like, I have a little, like, communications, like, seminar thing going on. Yeah. 
and the person who's speaking is alum is like an alumni of UND, and he's like the social media marketing manager for the NHL. Oh boy! And I'm going to ask, uh, <laughs> is your PR department just four scarecrows in a room? Yeah. Actually, he's gonna ask for me my question like hey i just need this answer who is actually running this department i need to know i know i'll have to find a nicer way to ask you like how do you handle the complex social and political tensions that often surround sports since sports and politics are naturally interlinked and see what he says i think that'd be kind of funny that would that'd be a really interesting question just to see how it would but how they handle that absolutely it would and then also too, oh, I don't yeah. want to sound like too much an asshole. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let's uh, remember to follow us on Twitter at PickaTeamPod1. Um, <laughs> me at Cecilia Babe, Forbes at Formzilla, my writing for the More Than Sports I've Podcast. I've never heard you talk so fast. <laughs> You're just like barreling through the outro. It's so funny. <laughs> and and find oh, my writing at the More Than Sports Podcast Network. Anyway, yeah. have a great week, you guys. I will talk yeah, to you. Yeah, good night, you guys. Enjoy this trade deadline. Please, yeah, please come hug back. Your, don't hug, don't hug, judge us too harshly. And yeah, happy deadline day. Hold your hold your remaining players close. It's true. Hug your goalies tonight. Hug your goalies tonight. Kiss them on the cheeks and tuck them. Yeah, the and every night. And every night. And pray pray to the hockey gods that they will not be injured. It's true. Amen. Amen. Bye. Bye.